Today is June 20th, and the Yankees have won a series against the Oakland Athletics. They were losing, and then they won the games. Jake's here, I'm here, BBD's here, and we're going to talk about the Yankees. I promise you, we will. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for tuning in, hanging out with us for a little bit. It's brought to you by DraftKings and also Ryan Eden, Corey Clark, Chandler, Paige Brooks, Joe Burden, Julia Santiago, Mitchell Rose, and Nick DeAntuono. I have no idea what that last name is. You don't have it, do you? Mm-hmm. It's A N T U O N O. Antonio. Did you say Antonio? Antonio. Okay. Hey, Jake, how are you? James, Big Baby David. Those names were our Patreons. Uh, go sign up for our Patreon. We were doing an all star break event, and we sold out of tickets really quick, and Patreon had first dibs on it, and we're going to be doing more events because the world's opening up. I'm doing well, Jim. We just had a uh, a bit of a car ride uh, from the Jersey Shore. Uh, we had a nice weekend with your family, your mother, your brother-in-law, your cousins, your sisters, your friends, all those people that showed up. Um, <laughs> we had a nice time. The Yankees, the come-from-behind Yankees, guys. Last five wins, the Yankees have come from behind. Where are those Yankees them. coming from? Behind, Behind us. Yeah. Uh, so it's exciting, man. It's exciting. The A's are a good team. Still not the prettiest brand of baseball, but there's some good stuff going on. I mean, holy Gary Sanchez. We'll talk about that a little bit, but I'm doing well. Uh, we, you know, we tied one on last night a little bit. Showed, uh, you know, congrats to formerly intern Luke on graduating college. So I had to put all his drinking buddies under the table. Literally, they're still there. Yeah, um, Jake was pretty mean. He's knocking so, guys out with beer bottles and stuff. No. This is how we used to party. Stabbing guys. It's messed up. No, yeah, we just, we just, how long do, how was that you? car ride that we were just in? Three hours. Three hour car ride. We got to the bridge, BBD, as the ninth inning was happening, and I'm like, hell yeah, like this is going to be perfect timing. And then the signs came up, and it was like, it's going to take an hour to cross the bridge. We're like, fudge. We were, didn't get any fudge. So that was a bummer, but we're here now, and we're going to talk about the Yankees. BBD was waiting for us patiently. We appreciate him, and we think he's a beauty. BBD, I want to be the first to wish you a happy Father's Day. Thank you. Yeah, happy Father's Day to every other father out there. That's a good, that's a good father. Yeah. No, I'm not wishing it on the bad ones. Happy, my pops, James. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Jake's dad. Doc, Doc Mendy. Happy birthday. Happy Father's Day, Dad. There this yeah. morning, my brother and I sent him text saying happy birthday because that's the joke we do. It's classic. That's but all the, the time. But the podcast listeners aren't in on that joke. Well, 
They're in now. now We're saying happy birthday to my brother, even though it was his graduation party. So, and then my grandma got real confused. And then people thought she was crazy. And it's like, well, I think we're, she's allowed to be confused by that, you yeah. know? So what happened was the Yankees won the last two games of the series. Yes. To beat the A's in the series. And there's aspects that are really good baseball. Yes. But there's also aspects that aren't great baseball. Yes. There's aspects that I don't understand some of the decisions that were made. Right. And then there's, okay, but they kind of worked. Yeah. So we'll get into all of that after the burns and then in the awards and stuff. But they just sent Gittens down. So groundskeeping here. Uh, Gittens gets sent down because Voight's going to be back for Tuesday. That's pretty exciting. Jake and I were doing a lot of uh, math, mm. obviously. That's what about, we're good at. About um, the roster and the, and the lineups for the Boston series after the Royals. So maybe we'll end the show there if we, if we remember. Yeah. But Voight's coming back. They got the pitching lined up, man. Any other thing? Sevy was running in the outfield. Yeah, that was an exciting thing. I mean, after the fear fest that was Sevy a week a week before that, we got the video of him just he's coming off the mound. He's grabbing his it look. He's a horrible leg injury to have him run in the outfield. The Yankee fans felt that a little bit. We'll still see if and when that means something. Uh, what else? Voider will be here Tuesday. Well, Sevy, I believe it was today and not yesterday, had a catch with Corey Kluber on the field. Right, that was getting getting tweets. Those are our. That's a good visual. Those are our trade deadline pitchers. Oh my God, Sevy and Klubot just chopping it up. Have they met? <laughs> I guess now they have. <laughs> Throne partners. Well, they were probably at least like twenty feet away, yeah. so maybe they didn't get to get to talk. So, Cutter. Cutter slider, Kluber just goes. That's uh, clue ball. Cutter clue ball. I'd rather not name the pitches, Luis. And that was the end of the. <laughs> he called him Luis for sure. <laughs> yeah. Or they're calling each other Luis yeah. and Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a catch with Corey the other day. Who? What? Yeah, me and Luis were throwing. Who? Sessa. Heel? No. Voight? He's Luis. People forget that. Luis. <laughs> Luis Linwood Voight. Man. Um, you want to get into Burns? Did you write Burns? We were in the car the whole time. What we did were you, in the what's car. Your strategy you know I didn't have my, what I like to write my Burns on, a.k.a. Gmail. Yeah. Uh, well, you have Gmail on your phone. I was continuing a sentence. Uh, so, I've babied, so I was coming up with concepts for Burns. Okay. So there will be some chops, but we'll get through it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's burn yeah. game one. It's brought to you by Cushy Dreams. We're hanging out with them at game one. Wow. Symmetry. Yeah. Nice guys. They were nice guys. And uh, what Cushy Dreams does is they make high-quality smokable CBD. Mm-hmm. CBD helps with anxiety, depression, inflammation, pain relief, and more. And smoking CBD gets it into your system right away so you don't have to wait around for the effects. I told Jake... Our ad coming up later in the show, plus this ad, is going to be me when I finally get home tonight because I am going to be tired. I drank more than I've drank in the last five years combined last night. Mm, three um, years combined. You went to a wedding. I didn't drink at the, I didn't really drink at the wedding. You drank a little bit with the boys. You cut your hand open. 
sober on the slide. The hand is healing today because I got some ocean time, which I'm really excited about. And it'll heal even more uh, when I smoke my Cushy Dreams. Yes. And you can smoke yours if you go to CushyDreams.com, K-U-S-H-Y, and use code YANKS for 20% off your next order. Cushy Dreams contains under 0.3% THC, so it's legal. It's organic. They got fresh harvest. They got pre-roll joints and nugs. Smoke your CBD with promo code YANKS for 20% off today. Cushy Dreams. The program that I used to do the sound wanted me to update it, but I don't want to update mm-hmm. it. I'm just going to play the sounds. And here you go. That was quiet. Oh, quiet. You want me to... I got it. Burn, Jake. Okay, Go ahead, loud. do it. Burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. Yankees are hosting the A's for three in the boogie down Bronx. And no cap, James Caprillion, former Yankees farmhand, taking the bump for the Oakland Athletics as the Yankees would pull out a shot of Jamo Tyone, hoping to right the ship. And the Yankees need him, but instead of some Jameson, how about a little Molson Coors? Matt Olson, he goes yard job in the third. Can he? Can a two? Nothing, Oakland. But in the third, DJ 26 with another hit. A home run from DJ. Will he? Can he? Will he? Is it time? I hope so. We're tied at twos. And what's that smell? Rugi Ruai. Oh, no. Watch that homer go. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yanks are up 3-2. The comeback. Yanks, baby. We're doing it. Oh, no. One of my fellow short kings and Vandy men. Wow. Basically similar guys. Tony Hemp Kemp. Cushy Dreams. He hits a three-run yacker. That makes it 5-3. to three. Tyone, 4.2, two earned runs. E, second ending, Wandy, yeah. Licky to Sessa. Yanks lose game one, 5-3 final. Good burn, good burn, good burn. Really good burn. Thanks, man. Really good stuff. So what concept did you have for that one? Uh, no cap for James Cap. Okay. Um, Good concept. Uh, Jameson yeah. uh, to Molson, Matt Olson, Molson yep. Coors. Yes. Uh, Canny Canna, that's lazy. Odor, I mean, it's just unlimited possibilities. What was the He's song? He's such a personality. What is it, Louis Louis? Yeah. Oh. You have that concept written down? I did not. So that was an improv. I mean, Rugi is basically like a get out of jail free card I for me. I thought that I that might have been improv. I can go smell jokes. I yeah. can go songs. I can go mound checks. Yeah. I can go... You know, the heart of the team. A lot of people thought you were going to go aardvarts there. Avarex. Avarex. My bad. Might have. Like, 42 is banned from the JJR. Guesses. We might have to pull Avarex. It's getting too high in the streets. It's becoming an American word. Yeah, we are. We're taking it. We're bringing it to America. Jake, can I tell you something? We were at this game. Yes, yeesh. And it was the first, like, reopening day, but the Yankees didn't really, like, Market it good, yeah. so it wasn't a full a lot of people there besides the bleachers. But it felt cool. Everyone had like a buzz about them, especially the reporters and the Michael K. They got to go on the field. Susan's get, video, Susan's video, getting through electric. security. Um, all that stuff was good. And then you know we were in the street with a bunch of people that 
listen to the show or, and they found out about the suites through our ad on the show, which is really cool to meet people. In the game, even though they lost, there were moments where out of all the games we've been to this year, it didn't feel like that. Where like two strikes, like big claps, everyone standing. Yeah. Normal stadium energy for the first time. The people that were there were excited for opening day 2.0. Yeah. Like ready to get loud, ready to enjoy it, ready to get the Yankee season going and on track. And yeah, I mean, it's... You know, it's it's funny looking at this box score in hindsight. I mean, LeMayhew, I, we'll be talking about him a lot, Yeah, uh, I'm assuming. So he hits the home run, and Willie Canny, Hopi, we'll see. And then Rugi, and that's obvious. Tyone survives a start. Uh, it's classic 4.2 and 2. Looks a lot worse than 5.0 and 2. But at least he survived. I mean, this was his... This was his first start after the disaster, right? After the Phillies game? I believe so, yeah. So, for him to come out and at least do this was needed. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, Jim, you kind of were on it when when we were at the game. Juan DP comes in to relieve Tyone, uh, and then he comes out for a second inning of work, and he gets in a little bit of trouble. Uh, when we had a lot of bullpen options, or at least we thought we've had a lot of bullpen yeah. options because we found out kind of more after today's game. But, yeah, I mean, pretty brutal. Uh, I just it, don't think does, you should lose games in second inning Wandy. Right. When you have other options. And it's tough. I mean, man. But the offense is really to blame here. And but he, but he like gets just, the first two outs in that inning, and then Matt Chapman singles, and then Murphy singles. On the first pitch, too. So, yeah, I mean, and Matt, or, excuse me, Tony Kemp is a lefty. So, in theory, you don't hate that matchup. But when you zoom out and you go to a concept, and it's like game one against the Oakland A's, kind of a big series. Who are guys out of the bullpen? If we have the lead, we don't want to lose the game in the sixth inning or later. And Wandy's on that list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Goes up 0-2 on Kemp. Hey. There are a couple moments, too, where like they changed the pitcher for Stanton um, when there was runners on. Uh, they have uh, Judge hit a single, and then he advances on the wild pitch, um, and then he advances again to third. So they so the A's take out Cap, and they bring in Petit, mm. and it's a whole big pitching change, and the stadium's excited, and then first pitch pop out, and you're like, damn. And then the Gary pinch hit a couple innings later, the next inning, um, also with the runner on, and Gary comes up. They pinch hit him for Higgy. Stadium was had a lot of life to it, and then he pops out as well. So there's a lot of like, like just really quick moments that got inflated then deflated right away. Yeah, and Gary didn't start that game, and, I mean, we'll talk about him a lot coming up as well. Uh, three-hole Gary season, but uh, yeah, I mean, kind of life and times of a catcher, man. He, uh, they did play a long getaway day game against the Blue Jays, where he got beat up, a couple foul balls off, off different body parts, ooh, like that. Um, so yeah, uh, nature of the beast of being a catcher. Obviously, we we want and kind of need him in there, especially after looking at today's box scoring result. But yeah, uh, tough cookies, BBD. You were at this game. Any thoughts? I was at this game. Okay. Do you know BBD's playing hurt? Stiff neck. That's what you told me. 
Yeah, it'd be DHing at best today. Okay. If, if How'd you get your nef- neck so stiff? I couldn't get comfortable last night, so I must have gotten <laughs> into a bad position sleeping. That is not the worst. Like, yeah. Like, I'm hurt because I slept wrong? Well, and what always gets me is, like, you know, imagine if you are a a pro athlete, which you might be one day, we'll see, and you show up t- to the office that day, and it's like, do you play? You get rubbed like, out. If it gets out to the people, they're like, oh, you know, Stan's not playing. He slept on his neck. Funny, we would tear him apart. I think they but also, you're also have access to quick to quicker fixes than. And just st- I do. stick some needles in you, rub some lotions and potions, and you're good to go. I'm not hoping there. it's just the sleep thing. But I also, similar to when you had your thing last year, I was leaning up against Zach pretty hard. We were hanging out with the chiropractor today, and yeah. we could have asked for you. Yeah. But we, you didn't let us <laughs> we know. We weren't all in the same place. So. Yeah, but you could have let us know. We didn't know. You never know when your friends are hanging out with the chiropractor. If you just send a mass text out or tweet and say, anyone hanging out with the chiropractor, I got questions. I would tweet, I would tweet that out. So the Yankees go down Yankees 1-0 after sweeping. The Blue Jays, and you're like, oh, no, but it was kind of close, but there's good and bad, and then Odor hits the homer, which is uh, Averex. If you guys forget, mm. it's when something good has the opposite effect, or something has the opposite effect than you think. Like, Odor hitting a home run, you think that's good for the Yankees. But it's actually bad, because that means he c- continues to play. Yeah. That's one more month, baby. And watching him. He's going to be here. He's going to be on the team the whole season. And watching him from not on TV, my theory about him just getting involved to a point of too much involvement is so true. The just letting the Anduhar throw go by is one of the wilder things. Anduhar threw the ball into him, like in between innings, and he just crossed his arms and let it bounce past him just because he just needs to be there. A prank you'd kind of do on, like, your little brother or something. Like, throw the ball to me. I'm not catching it. He's just always doing something. Uh, I'll say this. This is – I'm kind of holding out on Averex amongst our society. Is I'm hoping there's a world where Rugio Dor is playing one and a half times a week, and I enjoy that. It's like, oh, Rugi day. Okay, let's see if he hits a homer. So that's I still have some fingers crossed for that, and that's fair. Thank you. And that might that hopefully should be happening. Yeah, this should be the end of Rugi getting because Luke Voigt did a rehab assignment where you build up your body to be ready to play baseball games. So, so he should be ready to play baseball games and not just play one game and then sit one game and then one game and then sit one game. But you know. We'll touch upon that again at the end because we got to we Jimmy and I mapped out some things on the car ride because we got a Red Sox series coming up after the Royals, so we got we got some plans. We got stuff, man. Someone in the chat asked why we don't like Odor. They said we don't get it. Go look at his stats. Yeah, I mean o- Odor's numbers are pretty bad. Not <laughs> just this year, but for past few. five years. As few. Yeah, he's been a below average hitter for the last five years. I think he's been, when you factor in amount of playing time he's received, he's the worst player in baseball over a five year period. Like, per, like when they do, like, this is the richest town per square mile mm-hmm. or whatever, like, per the 
for someone that's played 400 games or 500 games in the Ooh, last yeah. one, two, three. I don't think anyone has played as many games as Rugnet Odor since 2017 and been as bad as him in MLB. Like if there was one of those charts that pop up on Twitter sometimes and like the top right would be like, you know, least amount of games played. Played and biggest results. It would yeah. be like Judge, Otani, Trout. Yeah, because they get hurt, but when they do play, they're amazing. And then there'd be like another part of the chart would be like a lot of games played, a lot of results, and it'd be like Jose Breu, uh, whoever else stays healthy and is good <clears> at baseball. Yeah, and he's not on a long-term contract, so it's not like we like, you know, let's stick it around because he might change. Like they could very easily just be like, no, we're, we'll try something like they did with Bruce. Bottom corner of the chart. And they did with other game, people. Most games played. And they did with Ford. Least results. <laughs> they did with everyone else that's come and gone. But because he's cheap and not going to hit the tax, he's going to be here all year. Let's move on to game two. Mm. On your mark. Get set and burn. Ooh, Domingo. Sabato versus the A's and Chris Bassett. Let's hit some homers, mash them as the Yankees offense try to get back on track. But in the first, oh, mama, there goes that man again. Tony Kemp into the seats and right again. It's one nothing. A's scratch that. It's two nothing. How about Chapman? Might see some Chapman versus Chapman later in this one. Teaser. But how about Gio the guy? Gio puts the Yankees on the board with the RBI single center. It's 2-1 into the fifth. Man, Matt Olson is handsome. Date my daughter. He hits the RBI single. It's 4-1 Yanks. Me and Jimmy are in the building. We say maybe we got to change up the juju. I say, Poppy, is he good at baseball? We leave and the Yankees start going. Gary is scary. Three-hole Gary with the solo dong. Huge fortitude by Gary and the Yankees to make it 4-2. Rally, rally in the seventh inning. The judge orders an RBI single. Big hit to bring home Frasia. Frasia, as Booney started calling him. Giancarlo Stanton with the ribby single. The big guys do it in the seventh. We are locked up at fours. You come running to my arms. It's okay, don't be alarmed. Urshela, Ella, Ella, A, A. A Geo dude rocks one 424 feet 5-4 Yanks How about DJ LeMahieu with the Geico insurance run 7-4 Yanks And oh he got a little scary in the ninth A's push one across But Chapman versus Chapman is how it ends Yankees go Domingo Four innings four earned Bleh but Nestor Cortez Jr., hero watch, three-inning shutty, swag green, best inning of his career to Chapman. Yankees win 7-5 final. Everything Jake said is true. Yes. But I wasn't fully tuned in. But I believe you got everything right. It's like 90% at least. Domingo, don't talk, well... Avoid individual stuff, Jake, because you never know oh. what someone's going to want to talk about later. So if you could kindly avoid it. Okay. Any um, lineup, boon, decisions, big plays you want to talk about here? Let's see. So this is game two. The Urshela double play because the 
the bat splintered and oh, he got man. wood in his eye. That was pretty scary. That was wild, and that was. I mean, at that point of the game, Yanks are losing, and you're doing a uh, what? Like what? You're kind of having these these emotions. The uh, every emotion you felt during the triple play today. You felt the opposite of those during the Gio Urshela wood in the eye double play. You're like, oh, so this is this is how our season just goes. But man, good for him. Huge, huge homer later off of baby Jesus Lazardo. Um dude, I think Lazardo for the A's, they moved him to the bullpen. I think he's given up a run in like every outing since they moved him to the bullpen. Good. Baseball uh Baseball's a tough sport to be a young player, uh, and we might talk about that with Glaber Torres in a little bit. Yeah, Lazardo out of the bullpen has a 9-9 ERA in seven games. He, His first two were clean. Mm. Since then, two earned runs, three earned runs, two earned runs, one earned run, three earned runs out of the pen. Not in, like, you know, not long right. relief either. So, yeah. Jesus Lazardo, who they had penciled in as a top-tier starter, which he still could be. He's young. But like, He's yeah. young. Baseball's a tough Pitching sport is to hard. figure out. Yeah. Pitching is hard. So, yeah, I mean, the comeback Yanks rear their head. Mentioned three-hole Gary. Uh, that should put a little lead in your pencil. I like that move. And and he hits the homer. And look at the whole top of the lineup here, man. I mean, well, actually, uh, the whole lineup did a lot of stuff, minus Odor and Gardy. So, um, yeah, We man. got to see old friend Burt Smith, the Talking Yanks fan favorite. Yes. He was looking clean. He's turned it around for now. <laughs> yeah, but the results, but you know, when, you never. When you have a darkness inside of you like that, um, you can't bury it forever. <laughs> no, no. It'll come out. Uh, double. At the worst time. Clint doubled off of him. Clint had a good game. Clint had game. a good game. No he, individual stuff, Jake. He, he earned the start for uh, today's game, Jim. Four for 16 with runners in scoring position. Let's go Yanks. Uh DJ, the insurance hit late, was was pretty nice and kind of needed after Chappie got into got into some goof juice. And then he ends it with his fastest pitch of the year. Feels individual at that point. Uh, Stanton, two for two and two walks. How about it, kid? Doing a lot of individual stuff. DJ got picked off. Yeah, that was weird. By Romo. Yeah, he got that really he like, got huge. A, like, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it was like you didn't want to be mad because we just put up two huge insurance runs on the board, but also Judge was up, and it's like that can be like the sit-down Chapman. Like if Judgey pokes one, it's a 9-4 game. Maybe he knows. We're good. We have yeah. a three-run lead. We'll get Chapman He knew in Chapman here. was loose, so he's like, oh. Yeah, but it was weird because he just took like a secondary lead, and Romo just was like, no. Yeah. I'll just throw it to you to first, and you're out. Let's go to game three, which was today's game, which we watched as we drove game and we were stuck in traffic. Three. On your mark, get set, burn while eating nuts. Holy smokes, we got a rubber match. Jordan, the full Monty Montgomery, tries to drop it against the Oakland A's and admire my desire. Sean Manaya on the bump for Oakland. Couple southpaws. At it on Father's Day Sunday. Love you, Dad. Matt Olson, you will be my daddy. Home run, 425 feet. 
in the first, but guess what? That is all Jordan Montgomery would give up the changeup. Working for Monty today, he finishes 5.1, one earned, six Ks. The Yankees, unfortunately, were getting mowed down by Sean Manaya. 11 Ks. Yankees need to get on the scoreboard. How's your opposite field double from Gary Sanchez? Crack me, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. Two-run RBI double puts the comeback Yanks ahead. Two to one. Holy licky season out of the bullpen. Johnny Laza does a great job, too. And here comes Chapman. Oh, no. Walks the first two hitters he sees. We're doing a mound visit. We're checking some nails. Round ball to Urshela. Steps on third. Fires to second. Throws to first. Triple play. Yankees, what do you say? I just may. Third triple play of the season. That matches the Yankees with so many teams that had three triple plays in a season. Yankees win the series two games to one. And, Jim, they win this game two to one. Let's go, Symmetry. Gimme, gimme symmetry. I'm still eating all the nuts I put in my mouth. These nuts believe. This was a like a good game and a bad game. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had three hits. Three hits. Got mowed down by Manaya. Jake's weighing things in both of his hands for those that are just listening. Sometimes baseball games go like this. And, you know, Monty found it. Monty was shoving. Manaya was shoving. So, you know, it was a little bit of a pitcher's duel. And so, uh, Paulie said it on the broadcast. Or maybe it was Coney. But they were like, you know, in a game like this, you're just trying to do anything to tie it. Like, hey, let's tie this ball game. Give ourselves a chance to not lose. Like, this, Manaya's clearly on. He's having a great year. His ERA in this game. Drops to 301. I, I'm a big Manaya guy. Admire my desire, Manaya. I don't know. Those words just sound similar. Uh, and they get to him. There's a little help with a balk call. Uh, Clint Frazier draws a nice walk, uh, which was a really nice at bat. He gets on to lead off the inning. He gets balked over to second. That, you know, if you watch baseball and if something funky happens, like that's. Just how games change. So Gary Sanchez, man, uh, he has two of the Yankees' three hits in this game, and, man, it was Gary. It was to the op- right center, and he drove it, and it wasn't a crazy homer swing. It it was beautiful. So, yeah, I, Jake's box score stat, where you get three strikes and you're out if you don't have, like, three good things in the box score, mm-hmm. this is one of those games. Okay. Uh, DJ double, Gary double, and the Gary's RBI. Like, that's that's it. That's it in the box. So, they really got owned today, but the fact they won it is also good and persevere, and we're coming from behind and all that stuff. And triple play, and really weird bullpen usage because I guess Britain's sore. Yeah. We didn't know. They said just spring training soreness. Heavy arm. And Chad Green they weren't going to use because... He has been pitching a lot, and they said on top of that, he's been getting up and getting hot in the pen and then not coming in a lot, mm. which we had talked about that at the game. We're like, I guess they're going to bring Chad in here, but he's warmed up twice already. Like, he's 
you know, yeah. blah, blah. So I get it in the aftermath, but going Litke for the eighth there and Ooh. keeping Clint Frazier in the game in the eighth. BBD had a pretty decent tweet about that that made me laugh. Yeah. And then Clint drops a 95% pop-up to left field. Wishes he dropped it. Just didn't get it there? Yeah. Just jumped for it? Just another leaves his feet for no reason Clinton play, and it drops. Thank God it didn't hurt us, but. It could have. Gotta catch. It, it hurt. It didn't kill yeah. us. Gotta catch those balls. That was almost like, no, they're tooth and nail, and we're going to lose this with Litke in a one-run game in the eighth and Clint in a one-run game in the eighth in left field. Like, just, you got to know that's not the formula. But Litke actually, like, got some nice curveballs, buckled down after that. Yeah, and I think the Yes crew kind of came at it from a bad angle. They were like, yeah, no, I think the Yankees analytics just likes this lane for Litke. And it's like, no, if Britain was available, he would, he'd be in this. Uh, but good job for Licky again. I mean, he's – I know we harped on him a lot earlier this season, and now he's just become a guy. Like, we – it's almost a compliment to Licky when we don't talk about him. He's just a really good pitcher out of the bullpen for us this year. So, good for him. Uh, dialing it in. Johnny Laza with another nice appearance. Uh, Chris Gittins last game as a Yank for now. For now. And, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Gardy, if they weren't trying to sneak in a full rest day, he would have come in that game to play defense. Yeah, I also, like, I liked that Odor wasn't in the lineup um, and all that stuff, but it doesn't give me any, and Gardy, whatever, but it was just a lefty pitcher, so they just batted every righty. Yeah. So they're even saying, like, Clint gets to start. It's merit-based because he had a great game in game two. I wish that was true. It's not true. The main reason the lineup was the lineup was because there was a lefty and they like matchups over hot hand. So it was like, you know. Well, Clint also had a nice he day did. The game before. He, so I'm not he, taking he away. He put it in the pot. You you wish. I think so. I think he if may have Manea, started over Anduar anyway. If, if the, Anduar's cooled down a little bit. Over Anduar, but not over Gardner. If there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. righty That's pitching, Gardner, Gardner would have been in center. Yeah. Clint may have I, started over Anduar. But. The handed, I'm saying that Yankees still like the handedness more than the hot hand. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I feel like there was a slight Clint reward, and look what they've done with Gary. They slid him up the lineup. I mean, Gary Sanchez in three hole. That's, like, yeah, that's impactful. That I like that, but I'm that's I'm big. saying that the Gittins one last game before he goes down, and we've seen that before. Yeah, but it was once I realized it was a lefty, so they didn't have to force feed us lefty hitters. Sure. I was like, ah. Because those guys shouldn't be force-fed. It's just because there's a righty on the mound. What are they going to do with Voight back? That loses one of, them, one of their lefties. I mean, they uh, that's the thing. They, they've, for the past three years, they've said they don't care. So, they don't care. I, I know. It's so weird. They built a, a whole roster around not caring, but then they play some really bad hitters because then on a day-to-day -day basis, they care. Mike Ford. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no answer to it. They just, they value rest and that stuff, and that all ties into the equation, and they, you know, well, if we are going to have a lefty, we might as well balance the lineup a little bit and make it tougher when their reliever comes out or for their starting pitcher. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a science. They'd probably tell us it is, but no. No. Yeah. 
All right. Um, good game. Yanks win. A's are a good team. So to win a series against them in that fashion where you're coming back and you're having big at-bats late and, like, they're grinding and getting timely hits because they only had three. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, Johnny Ells was awesome. Anything else? Want to go to awards? I think we can. Let's do it. Awards are brought to you by Magic Spoon. That's right. I'm going to go home. I'm so tired. I'm going to eat a ton of Magic Spoon cereal, have some cushy dreams, and then go have some full belly cushy dreams. Mm. Magic Spoon cereal. Wow. What, Jim? I'm reading the line that isn't supposed to be read out loud, but it's very nice. Mm. So... It says that we're the best ever, and we should just tell them what we think about Magic Spoon cereal. Okay. It's guilt-free cereal, and it's really delicious, and we like it, and I'm a cereal enthusiast, so I'm really happy that I get to just eat as much cereal as I want now, and I can have a whole box and only feel like slightly bad because it's still probably more than someone should eat in a sitting, Mm. but it's not candy and sugar and terrible for me because it's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. Just like Jake, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carbon, GMO-free, and you can build your own bundle. And, you know, it's like basically it's like a protein-healthy cereal that buy the cocoa and the fruity and try to figure out how you can have something that tastes like that without sugar in it because I don't get it. Mm. The, not the cocoa, the fruity, the, the frosted. I don't get how that doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah. it tastes so good. So go to magicspoon.com slash yanks to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today and be sure to use our promo code yanks at checkout to save $5 on your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash yanks. The first award mm. we give out on Pride of the, on Talking Yanks is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. I almost said it wrong. Almost, but I caught myself. That was close. And I get to go first mm-hmm. because it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um couple good options. Yeah, it's a little bit of a rinse and repeat we got going on lately. Um, there's a very obvious option that I want. There's a not as obvious, but obvious option. And then there's a deep cut, obvious option. There's three options. I'm going to go Gary. I mean, I think it's be incredibly dumb not to go with Gary. I know he's been getting a lot of prides lately, but he's been our hottest hitter. Look at today's game. That's what happens. They had three hits today. Gary had two of them. Big moment. He had a home run in game two. Um, he didn't even play. Again, he only played two and a half games of the three-game set, and he had the biggest impact, it feels like, offensively. Um, some nice blocks with Litke as well today uh, with the runner on third. There's, uh, I think it was one or two that he smothered. So, yeah, man. I mean, he had a 500 on base, on base percentage this series. He had three RBIs. He had timely hits. Did you, did you see his quote after today's game with the Chapman stuff? They got the, they got the triple play. Uh, I think Lindsay tweeted it that he that Gary said the game plan was strike out then double play, which made me laugh. Like, did you hear Boone's quote? 
Yeah, I think that's kind of always the plan. Boone's quote Boone's said uh, they were like, but they were asking about the the fingernail being hurt, and Boone said, "I just I just told him like, all right, throw this, throw this, throw the sinker to get the three ball, and let's have at it." The turbo sinker get the three ball. Yeah, turbo. Yeah, turbo sinker get the three ball. <laughs> it was pretty good. It worked. Um, the the coolest thing about today's hit was that in game three, you're like, well, the series is kind of like on the line here, right? There's two. Run- they were losing. They weren't even tied. It wasn't. It was. It was a go ahead hit, but it was also the game tying hit. Um, and you're like, damn, like Gary's being so good. He does. He doesn't need to come through here to to have a good series. Like he's done so much already. Only hit already. Home run yesterday. Like it's kind of like you know really pressure packed. Like you have to do it right now when he's the only one that had to hit it. Then he goes down 0-2 on back to back changeups. You're like, oh, fuck. Then they gets the outside pitch and he goes with it hard to right center and every Yankee fan us broadcasters and every fan has been like, it's real when he can shoot the ball to right center on a line. That's when you know Gary's actually using his full ability and skill set. You know, then 2018, we saw a lot of home runs, but we didn't really see that. So that tight, the the way he hit that also is uh, like a nice moment. We could do, I mean, maybe write it down for an off-season episode, but, you know, Yankees players, best skill set that they don't, know is their best skill set like we always talk about when Glaber reacts to off speed stuff Gary's power to that right center field I mean the the Houston Astros playoff game highlight when he cranks those out that's what makes him super dangerous and man Gary went from he's hot to he's he's having a good month to Gary Sanchez is having a good season now uh, coming into today at a 121 OPS plus, so he was 20% better than your average hitter. Uh, those numbers went up today. He's got an 820 OPS now on the season. I mean, for a catcher, that is all-star level. And I think the what made me laugh is, you know, Gary Sanchez has been in this hot streak. He's been so hot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Gary Sanchez's career OPS, 820. He's hitting 237 batting averages here. Career 236. So this Gary Sanchez, who's scorching hot, eerily in line with his career stats. But we all know the Gary story. So it's awesome to see, man. I mean, we've we've sat here on mic and off mic, and we all wondered. I mean, baseball's a sick sport. You just don't know. We didn't know if Gary Sanchez was going to have another one of these in him. You just don't. Yeah. Baseball's a sick sport. It moves quick. It moves quick. And the fact that he's even given us this is awesome. And, you know, I, I think when you make a roadmap for what the Yankees needed, and it was a list of five things that you think could happen, and, you know, you could there's a list of 15 things you could pick from. You know, Andujar or Clint figures it out, or... Kluber, Sevy comes back healthy, or Luke Voigt comes back and changes the offensive dynamic. Gary was one we kind of, you don't even think about, because you're just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to let nature take its course. Gary's back there. We love him. If it clicks, it clicks. If not, whatever. And right now it's clicking, and Gary Sanchez is back in the three-hole. 
Uh, 28 years old. He's he's kind of putting the team on his back right now. Yeah. Two of the three hits today. So he's my pride of the Yankees. It's a great pick, Jim. That's you know what? Pick. I appreciate it. I appreciate you saying that. I'm interested, very interested to see the way that you go here. Jim, you got to trust your heart on this, and you know you know how I do these. Uh, it's a lot of feel and, well, if this and then that. Uh, and it's someone that brings me pride because it's the pride of the Yankees. Mm. Jimmy, my pride of the Yankees, and he would have been my first pick of the pride of the Yankees draft, another JJR ad. Um, I'm taking Nestor Cortez Jr., uh, James, the Yankees come back down 4-1 to win game, game two of this 7-5. Nestor Cortez Jr., uh, man, what he's done for this team, he comes in for Herman with runners on first and third no outs. First and third, no outs in a four to one game. So if he gives up a bloop, if he gives up a, a a sack fly and a single, it could be a six one game, and that very much changes the dynamic of the rest of the game. Instead, he goes through Loriano, Chapman, and Murphy. Kind of built different. Strikeout, strikeout, flyout. And then he finishes with three shutty innings to keep the Yanks in this one. And, man, we've obviously had so much fun with Nestor. How could you not when he's on the bump with the different leg kicks and the release points and all of that? But you know what always speaks? Pitching well, man. And how about his last couple outings? Three innings, shutout, one hit against Oakland. 3.2, one earned run against Philly in that 10-inning uh, game that kept the Yankees in it. And before that, two innings, four Ks against the Red Sox. So, like, Nestor Cortez Jr., we've had a lot of conversations when we've talked about healthy Yankee bullpen and what does that look like, and we're like, well, if they have everyone healthy, they don't even have a long man sometimes. Nestor's been huge. Those have been some big innings, and it changes the course of this series. I mean, if we go down... Two games in this series, and then Mania looks like he does today. You're in a dark place. I was kind of shocked they kept him in there. The Hialeah kid, man. We were watching uh, as we was he doing a lot of stop and start. I didn't see any tweets or gifts of like crazy ones. I don't think he did anything particularly out there. He talked about how he saw the lineup twice, so he had to really change it up like the second time through, like give a different look and all that stuff, but. He got the belt, I believe, from the Yankees after he the game. Did. He did get the belt. He might have meant that the way pitchers normally mean that this time. I think, yeah, I think he meant just, like, types of... Like what does Sester even throw? I know he throws a curveball, and a, he threw a 94-mile-per-hour fastball, but... I forget. I did this pretty drunk at the party last night. Uh, I went to Nestor Cortez Jr.'s baseball savant on my phone because I was like, you know, he does sneak a couple, like, 93-mile-per-hour heaters in there. Uh, his average fastball is still sitting at 90. His curve, uh, how they're labeling it, is at 78, and his slider's at 84, which is actually kind of a faster slider and curve than a lot of pitchers do throw. So, I don't know, man. He's got some funk. Uh, I think Nestor would be the first to admit it to you that, you know, if Nestor, if hitters get a second 
time around on Nestor. I think they're licking their lips. But, man, and, again, tying it into the story of this dude, like, he's 26 years old. So he's not going to impress you with a, a radar gun. But the fact he was in the show young, he was in the show at age 24, you can still learn and adapt and grow. I'm, I'm not saying Nestor Cortez is going to be a solution for a team's bullpen. Uh, but is this guy going to be getting a lot of major league outs over the coming years? And then, you know, seven years from now, he's going to light up the KBO and we're going to be like, oh, pretty jealous that they get to watch Nestor on the daily. Huge performance. Huge. Yeah. So Nestor gets pride. How many prides has Nestor Cortez gotten in the history of Talking Yanks? I can double check the history, but he's gotten three. them in two of the last three series. Guess three. Three. I gave Nestor pride against the Phillies. Wow, look at you, dude! Why do I don't remember that episode at all? That was the original Aberex episode. That was tough, man. That was a uh, losses to Philly. We weren't playing Stan, who was our best hitter at the time. Like it was just bad times, kind of. Oh, they lost both games, so I gave it to Nestor. Yeah. He has four MFers. Come on. And I think either two or three prides. Well, definitely two is an option. He has two in the last week. Yeah. <laughs> so. mm. Great job by Nestor. Hell of a job by Nestor. Um, all right, let's move on to MFer. Mm. You, yeah. You Yankee motherfucker. And I have to go first. Mm -hmm. So I will, you know. Mm -hmm. I will. And I am giving my Yankee MFR to. And I don't want to do it. You can do it. But it is what needs to be done. It's Glaber Torres. He's in a slide. Sure is. He's in a slide. I don't like it because the defense has been pretty good lately. He made a couple nice plays out the middle, I think, in the Philly series. And then in Toronto, he made a nice play to his right. He celebrates triple plays when he's not part of them so well. The best. He's really good at being a shortstop celebrating a triple play when everyone else touches the ball and he doesn't. But he got one hit this series. He went one for 11. Um, He went hitless in the Toronto series. So I don't know what I don't know how bad like how how far back it goes, but you know obviously he hasn't had power this whole season, but without the power he was just getting base hits at least, and now it's not it's not there. If you go to the Philly, he had one hit in the two games in Philly, so that's when it started. Um, since then, it looks like he is three for twenty three for thirty, I think. Mm. So not good, man. So I just need him to pick that up. Yeah, it's uh, it's noticeable. And again, he's he's still been a positive player this year because of his war. Uh, his OPS plus coming into today was a ninety, which kind of surprises you, but uh, you you do forget that up until this part of the season, offense had been down all across baseball. But yeah, man, I mean, Glaber's in there to mash. Glaber's in there to mash potatoes. Twenty four homers his rookie year. Uh, in 123 games, 38 homers the next year in 2019. 
And yeah, it's uh it's a little bizarre. It's it's where's where's the beef, you know? Where's the beef? Where's the pop? Jake's favorite Wendy's commercial of all time. Where's the juice, you know? Yeah, I know. Cause there's no solution. Why am I not that worried? I think it's because he'll he'll always be a threat. Like if we if we play out this season and the light bulb never just goes off for Glaber, as long as he's playing good defense and he's a threat, this Yankees team can get to the places they want to go with Glaber Torres in that role. Okay. Um so I think that's why it's not as scary, but man, 6 percentile in average exit velo. Like, I don't know what that is, man. And, I mean, 2018, 2019, he was just middle of the pack. Same with 2020. So, just a little weird. Just a little weird. Just a little weird. Who's your MFR? Oof. My Yankee MFR. Um, I'm between two guys, and there's... No jokes to be made about that. Never has been, never will. Never has been, never will. Uh, I'll go with Domingo Herman. Wow. And uh, you mean it? I'll go Domingo Herman. Yeah, we, uh, you know, Nestor comes in, saves him, so I've got a little balancing act there. My pride on uh, my mf Uh Man, and I, I guess I'm, I'm feeling some emotions from his previous start because Herman got rocked against... The Phillies, 4.1, seven earned runs, only two strikeouts. Uh, this start is four innings, four in runs. It's just bleh, two homers. And I guess why my brain is mentally packaging that together is because we were in such a good spot with Domingo Herman. Uh, before those two starts, he had a 3-1-2 ERA. He had, like, figured it out. Uh, he had been lights out ever since he gets, uh, got sent down and then he came back up. He had nine starts with to the tune of a... T- Two, three, five ERA. Like Domingo was kind of our. He's going to give us a good start and potentially save a bullpen on a given day. And now we're kind of back to not square one, but what's going on, Mingo? 66 pitches. And this is a guy that he was out of baseball. So I, I you wonder when's arm fatigue stuff going to start happening. Uh, so something to watch. We'll, we'll see. But. Yeah, I haven't like looked at. I haven't poured into that because we were there, so I don't know. So hard to see pitching at the when you're at the game. Like what 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 was getting hit? What could he find the zone with? What couldn't he find the zone with? We were at the game, and then we went to my brother's party. So I didn't really get. I haven't like seen or looked into it at all. So I guess let me know. Okay, was he missing spots? Was his breaking pitches flat? Do you know BBD? Uh, I don't know the answer to that, but I know the stack going around that we tweeted about, and they showed it on the broadcast, was like just at Yankee Stadium. I, he's given up a lot of homers, which adds up. So the homers haven't been a problem on the road. He's been the best pitcher at not giving up homers on the road, worst at home. Mm, okay. So I don't know if that holds up with the rest of his numbers, and he's just getting porched all the time here. Okay. Interesting, 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 okay. interested. Um. Oh man! Oh man! All right, regular awards. Regular awards. 
My first award, uh, no, is the mix-up award. To the what? To the, it's um, Cambodian word, no English translation. Mix-up. The mix-up award. Any guesses? I am going to guess Gio Urshela. No. Okay. Absolutely not. It was a blind guess. I have no idea. Because you don't know Cambodian. I have one award I really want to give to a dude, so I'm just rooting it's not that guy right now. This one goes to Jordan Montgomery. Okay. Okay. Jordan Montgomery pitch mix today, and he pitched a good game. Mm. Was... The most, the f- number one pitch was his changeup. He threw 26 changeups. His second most pitch was his curveball. Then sometimes baseball savant messes these up, but they have his four seam fastballs, his third most pitch, cutter as fourth, and sinker as his least. And he's usually sinker heavy. Now, going back, all of Jordan Montgomery's game logs, he kind of goes with whatever's working. So, and if nothing's working, he goes with the sinker. Mm-hmm. And those are usually kind of the tougher starts. Uh, like the start before this, he was sinker heavy. Uh, Changeup was his second pitch. Didn't throw a lot of curveballs. He mixes it up like crazy. You wish you could. And he has so many pitches, but none of them are like plus plus. So it's kind of if two are working, he's going to use those. Mm. You just hope that what works, works. This is only the second time this season from my quick research where the changeup was his most used pitch or third time. Um, but it's it's one of the only times where the sinker wasn't in the top three. And he had a really good game. And the changeup had a 61% swing and miss rate today. So he knew that was going on. And then the curveball also had a 33% um, strike rate. So that's pretty good. The changeup was 46 when you call into non-swing, called strikes plus whiffs. Sure. Um, I wish he could just find consistency uh, with all that stuff more. In his last six starts, he's got a 3-1-6 ERA now, and that includes kind of um, a stinker against Toronto where he gave up four earned runs. But, yeah, it's it's a, not that bad of a stretch, as bad as it kind of you would think it is. I don't know what his ERA on the season is. It's closer to getting below four. If he has one more good start, he'll get it below four, and it's going to come against the Red Sox. And then I'm interested to see what makes up his pitch mix. Because I think it's whatever feels good. He just kind of says, let's lean on, lean, lean into that. But I wonder if there is analytics behind it. Like, they were like, hey, this A's team, the changeup's probably going to be your best pitch. They know that beforehand or after the first inning or after the bullpen. They're like, hey, that's that's coming out of your hand best. Let's go with that. So the mix-up. He mixes it up a lot. You look at Cole, you look at a lot of these guys' game, these game-to-game pitch mixes, it's very similar. Monty's is always different. Yeah, I might have something that can help you out, Jim. Yeah, let me know. Uh, and this comes from David Cohn, a gentleman who's forgot more about pitching than I'll ever know. Wow. Always Jake's a, always dumb. a good line. Always a good line. Uh, he laid it out about Monty. It was the start before this that he said, and it kind of described Monty perfect, perfectly for me because I'd, I'd never been able to find the words for it. He said that Jordan Montgomery – is reliable on all of his pitches. 
So when you see Monty have a bad day and it's not happening early, it's because he's looking. He's searching for those pitches. And he needs that to be successful. So when Monty is on and he's got all of it, that's why it looks good. That's when that dominant Monty comes out and looks nasty. And that's also why Monty has those bad days that has us going, come on, Monty, really? Today? So that's something to watch out for. And I, I it kind of opened my eyes about it that, you know, there's when you mention Cole or if you Sevy, like if they've got one and a half of their pitches, it doesn't fully change their approach. You know, they're going to lean on the fastball or they'll go to their wipeout out pitch. Like, Monty needs the mix. Uh, so that's where sometimes, and first innings can be really hard for him because the first inning is hard for any starting pitcher. You're finding your landing area. You're finding all of that. So when Monty's searching for that while searching for, you know, four pitches, that can make it a slightly more difficult task than your normal starting pitcher. But when he does have it, that's when Monty looks good. So I, that's... Via me, via David Cohn, and probably left out some details. Left out some details, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so so recently, this game, um, it was change-up change up heavy curveball number two. All right, if you go back to his next, like, really good game against the Rays, which was 6.1 innings pitched, one earned run. That was four-seam fastball and sinker. His two fastballs were the one and two. So completely different one and two most used pitches. Go back to his best start before then, the White Sox game, when he went seven innings pitch, zero and runs, 11 strikeouts. That game was curveball, four-seam fastball was his most used. And then if you go back one past that to the other six innings pitch, one and run against the Rays again, that was four-seam fastball and change-up. So it's like he's got four pitches. It takes an inning to figure out, an inning or two innings to figure out which one's working, and hopefully in that figuring-out process he doesn't get rocked on the ones that aren't working. But that's kind of nuts that all his, all his, none of it, it's not like you can look at his five good starts and be like, oh, there's correlation the here. Commonality. The change-up, when the change-up's working, he's good. It's like, no, it's always a mix-up. So that's the mix-up mix award, up award, which is Cambodian, um, no direct translation. Your first award. Jim, I'm giving out the Lucky Number Slevin Award, one of your favorite films. I am a big Lucky Number Slevin I fan. I know. Yeah. You like the videography work in it, the cameras and the shots. It's fast. It's almost like, uh, it's like um, Gilmore Girls speed Ooh. of dialogue. Got a tall knock. It's a funny quote. Lucy Liu's delightful in it. Ooh, love some Lucy Liu. Oh, there's also a really good quote from there where it says, uh, Hello, how about them Yanks? Is that your award? You haven't kind of guessed anything. Gio Urshela for triple plays. Hello, how about them Yanks? All completely wrong. Wow. All completely wrong. Uh, sometimes I go deep. <laughs> Often I do not. Jim, we're talking about some Yankees pitchers, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we talked Monty. We talked Herman. Uh, there is a Yankees pitcher who is second on the team's 
team in wins. He got win number seven this series. Johnny Luizaga. Uh I saw that in the box score, and I did a little, oh, a little, oh. oh, oh. I was kind of like, I oh, was oh. looking, and I was like, wait, oh, is that a, oh, oh. is that an error? I, I know Johnny Luizaga has been getting some all-star buzz lately, and I keep saying I haven't actually researched other relievers to see if Johnny Luizaga should be in play for that. Um, Johnny Luizaga is having a bang-up year. To the point that there's borderline all-star buzz And I can't tell if it's just Yankee fans Being Yankee fans or if he deserves To be in an all-star bullpen He improves to 7-2 and two On the year um, And his ERA drops To, let me get the right number 163 uh, And we've talked about the multi-inning Stuff, he's tied for the major league Lead with most inning plus appearances that man, that's how you rack up seven wins, especially on these come behind Yankees. Like if these come behind Yanks stand, we could see a twelve win Johnny Lasagna by the end of the year. That would be wild. How many wins does Chapman have? Chappy. Uh Araldus Chapman has four wins. How many does Tyon have? Your Yankees wins leaders. Yes, thank you. Garrett Cole with eight. Cool. Huge. Cool. Johnny Laza with seven. Hell. Uh, tied with four, Herman, Kluber, and Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> the game is a little different, huh? Uh, how many wins does Tyone have? One. How many does Montgomery have? Three. <laughs> Mike King with zero wins. I know wins don't matter for this very reason. It's just right. funny. Right. Uh, the game has evolved, but, yeah, I if Johnny Laza continues at this pace, Yankees get a couple more behind, come from behind wins, there's going to be a point where it's like, you know, Johnny Lasagna has a 13-win season, and everyone's like, that's bizarre brand of baseball. He's the He's first reliever to rack up this many wins since Aaron Small. No Yankee reliever's gotten this many wins since Lefty Grove traded for his brother Righty Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. That's stupid humor. That was dumb. How about the factoid that Kay dropped on the broadcast today that when Aaron Boone made his debut, yeah. it's like the 20th anniversary of that or something like that? Congrats. Congrats. He... Did you hear this, or were you listening to Sterling probably? Well, Susan said the same story. So they must have been handed it. Um, Yeah, I think Boone talked about it. His brother was the player that got sent down to the minors, and he replaced his brother. It's tough, man. Like, Did he have a moment where they're like, Aaron, you're going up to the big leagues, and he was so excited, and he was like, I had to call my brother and let him know, and they're like, well, Well, you want to... Hold off. I'm going to be teammates with my brother in the big leagues. Oh, my God. This is a dream come true for my parents. Both of us on the same team. And they're like, no, actually, well, to make room for you, your brother's gone. Yeah. Uh, Susan told part of the story. I don't – I think he was sent down, like, within the week because she said they played, like, a game in AAA together. Then Boone – then Aaron Boone got sent up. Mm. So I don't know who's wrong there. Mm. I don't know who. Mm. Mm. Might have been Hello. effectively Hello. sent Hello. down. Hello, how about them Yanks? Hello, how about them Yanks? 
Lucky number Slavin. What is your final award for this what episode? What is your final award? Okay. Hey, hey. I've been trying to pet your dog. Ho, oh, I've been reading puppy blogs. Reading puppy blogs. Uh, my final award is the... Is the... Is the... I'm trying to... Um, okay. Um, Gateway to the Soul Award. The Gateway to the Soul Award. Mm-hmm. How are you spelling soul? <laughs> uh, S-O-U-L. Okay. Yep. No this is a great award. This is a great award. It's the Gateway to the Soul Award. Know if we're talking fish. Uh, um, no, 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 no. Not talking to fish. Gateway go, to the Soul uh, Award. Let's go, Aaron Judge. Wrong. Couldn't be more wrong. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. BBD thinks he has it. Geo. Yeah. Why? Yeah. How come you didn't have it? Yeah. Gotta get. <laughs> I'm trying to rack up assists over here, kid. Geo or Shella? Most happy fella. Yeah. Almost got his eyes taken away from him. Mm. They said he went underneath. And there was a two-inch-long piece of wood poking out of his eye that they needed two men to pull out. And the eyes are the gateways to the soul, Jake. I have a Rex. So, Gio Urshela, scary moment. Also... Terrible showing from uh, Yankees fans in that moment because uh, like the the tweets and replies to it were the, some of the most scumbaggy responses ever. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saying it hurt his legs. Why didn't you run? It's like Jesus Christ! Mm. He's got a piece of wood in his face. <laughs> Bat exploded in his eye. Not not that it would be allowed for another guy to say that because again, wood is in his eye, mm. but. Like, Gio's also not a guy that, like, hustle's been a question. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's hurt. I'm glad his eyes are okay. Really glad. Well, and you know, also, Gio's pretty good at turning up the limp when he needs to. He is. Yeah. Speaking of. He's got a good limp monitor. Uh, Gio had a couple hits this series, and then he turns to triple play. Yeah. And he's just so quick with his decision-making. Like, I... I appreciate that, and we were talking about that in the car ride a little bit on pitchers, like in how Maddox, there's a really good story that Rich Hill tells on the Chris Rose rotation about uh, Maddox teaching him like a formula for you throw to second, this, you throw to first, this, I'm not going to give it away because I want you to go listen, but it's really cool. Even the double play that got overturned, which left the Yankees in a little bit of a bind in game three, which left them first and and third with... um, when Johnny Lasagna was pitching with two outs. Even that, Gio could have went and got the lead runner at third and guaranteed the first out. But he very quickly made a move. Made made a move for double play. Didn't hesitate, didn't think. And you rarely see him his wheels churning. If the ball comes his way, he knows what he wants to do with it. Either he's gonna step on third or he's gonna go to second for the double play or he's just gonna go to first. You know what I mean? There's never that pump fake or that, uh, okay, which I appreciate because I think that means that he's going through all the situations in his head. And a situation in his head is, hey, if it comes right to me, I'm going to step on third and start this triple play, even though that's so unlikely. 
And now he's got to do it twice. He's just quick with it. He's awesome, man. Beautiful. Yeah. He had two RBIs, um, three hits. Big homer to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Like, whew. yep. Love me some Geo, man. Really me, do. Me too. Delightful guy. Well, kind eyes. Kind everything, kind. And their guys are the gateway to the soul. Guys are the gateway to Jim's soul. Um, good award. Uh, I think I'm gonna give out the uh, the Home Depot trip award, Jim. Add the Home this. Depot trip. Home Depot trip. I'm more of a Lowe's gal. That's fine. They're too. I go both ways. I actually, I don't. I can't tell the difference, and I don't know. Yeah. I just go to whatever one. It's closest. I Lowe's just, is blue. I just stand up tall and hope nobody talks to me. I do know that Lowe's is blue and Home Depot is orange. orange. Add. Yeah. I do know that. A lot of promotion. The Home Depot Award. Yeah. Home Depot Trip Award. I think maybe because there's lumber at Home Depot and um, Stanton's lumbering around the base paths. You look good. So Stanton is my guess. Jim. We're going to Home Depot. Sure. Together? And we're bringing someone with us. Okay, who? And we're going to take them to the... Uh, Movie show. Granite Isle. I don't know. I'm not handy. Don't say granite in this room. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're going to have like a little back patio set up, a little mock back patio and some different options of things you can lay out. Yeah. Say, hey, you know what we really need from you? Mm-hmm. We need to be giving you this in a couple episodes. We brought Jameson Tyone to Home Depot, and we're showing him you can have a stepping stone. <laughs> we would love for you to have a stepping stone. Oh, okay. Wow. But we can't give you one. Yeah. 4.2 earn. that ain't it. You bounce back from your disaster start. Uh, there's still some funny business you can do with his home and road numbers if, if you really want to go there. Um, let's see, at home, 329 ERA, 11.12 11. on the road. Uh, j we need you, buddy. I Just going through those pitchers' wins lists and doing all of that. Like, and hey, this isn't a stepping stone. And Jameson Tyone, big listener and fan of the pod, he knows the start doesn't deserve a stepping stone. But man, we got to get to one at some point. Like, if you're going to be taking the pill every fifth day, which you are, you know, we can't be satisfied with the 4.2 and two earned runs. So what you're, what you're doing is you're just, uh, you're just like letting him know that like you, you stepping stones exist. You will, yeah, and you can, yeah. It's yeah, an this, option for. So you. this isn't a stepping stone award. No. Were you no. listening at all? I'm just confirming for people that might not have been listening. Everyone was listening. It's a podcast because people might refer to this as you know. That time Jake was telling him about stepping stones, no, which I think is tricky. It's kind of like what we're doing is, you know, you you take your your kid to the bicycle store and you're like, you know, if you 
Get all A's this semester. That bike will be yours. You get that bike. Mm-hmm. And JMO, you give me a, a six inning one and run. Mm. Might get a little stepping stone for you. And he's yeah. like, Why are you being so shaky and weird? I think I'm like, that's, it's a not, disease, that's, that's not, not diagnosed. That's yet, not James. the greatest analogy. Only because like the bike is cool and like a stepping stone isn't the getting are the bike you is kidding me? Getting the bike is How the end many game. Pitch- pictures did you take this weekend that you were stepping on a stone no 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 i uh, the defense asked one question are you counting pebbles as stones <laughs> yeah <laughs> then it really ups yeah. the number what i'm saying is the bicycles stepping the stones are cool the bicycles the end game dude when you see stepping stones laid out and we've y- done this before basically, stepping stones are cool ba- basically what you're saying is, hey, like your kid's not going to school at all. And you're like, if you get all A's, you can get that bike, but you have to go to school first. Because right. you have to start earlier. Right. Because you don't... A stepping stone is a proud thing. It's one of our most proud awards on the show. But you have to be in a bad spot to get it. So you don't want to, you don't want to be in this Jim, a- area Jim, tell me the it. quote that you say about every baby. Oh, all ba- well, I'm mostly just specifically about you. You were born covered in shit, blood, and illiterate. And look at you now. Everyone's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> Everyone's got a beginning. Yep. <laughs> Everyone needs to get a stepping stone if you want to get stepping. Yeah, but like, you know. Everyone wants to get stepping. Judge never wants a stepping stone because he never wants to be in such a dark place that he needs He's a stepping stepped. stone. He's already stepped. He's yeah, already stepped okay. on his stone. He's got it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, going into the year, you you don't tell yourself, "I'm gonna, I want to get a stepping stone this year." But no, you get to well, a position unless you you're get a young into. player. If you're a young player, yeah, can't say. It's Jake and I bought the darkest sunglasses I, ever. I broke mine. They bro- <laughs> Have you tried these on, BBD? No, They're no. purple tint. And when you're inside, I can see a little purple, and you just can't right see a thing. Don't break them. There's a lot of lights in here, so <laughs> you're still gonna be able to see a little bit, but they're so dark. Oh yeah, I could see how that could turn into a zero. Yes, vision like situation. we were like, oh, we'll wear these at the Yankees game, and then it's like, oh, can't see, <laughs> can't see, yeah, can't yeah. see. It's true. All right, good stepping stone award for JMO. Not that he's getting a stepping stone award, no, but he's no, no. he's finding out that they exist. They're there, baby. Yeah, he didn't even know it was an option. You he's know. in the market. Yeah. Jim, let's lay out some of the stuff. Well, actually, we got to check a couple boxes. Um, Clint, some good at bats. Uh, misses another fly ball. This is why we're scared about him come a Yankees postseason run, if we can talk about that. Um, 95% catch probability. Need that. And also that one, like, with the eye test, you're like, well, that's a classic left hand touches that's, the wall or right hand touches the wall, and you just catch it. If somebody came at me cause, because of that tweet we mentioned before, and he said, oh, he's not that bad. It's like, I mean, that's one of the ones you don't need to look at analytics to know that was an awful one. It was a bad one. That one, the eye test matches. I mean, I I think it always matches, but some people get tricked by the diving and fun. That was a bad one. Um and, yeah, at the same time, it's like Clint was arguably top three hitter this series for us, which that's kind of bizarre. But, yeah, uh, you know, his 
His leadoff walk was good. The doubles were big. So we'll see what goes on with him and Andujar as Andujar's kind of coming back to earth a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's still a storyline. Gary's the best ever. DJ, we're constantly waiting for the spark. Oh, DJ had some some hits. I mean, man, His, I just I can't get happy over a three for thirteen series for DJ. You know, he showed a little pop, but I need. His uh, I'm I'd be interested in a sharp stats on him soon. Yeah, if Katie's listening, because his savant page is starting to look much closer to what, to what the last two years were. But Not the, the same. The, the but those hits, were crazy so the only years. thing that I di- somewhat disagree with is that both hits netted two runs. Like they they, they were yeah, important. They were important hits where he important. came through. Uh, you know, the first one in game one, the Yankees were off to a bad start. They were down 2-0 in the third. And it's like, if you don't get runs early, yeah. you're just done. And that would have helped them. I mean, it tied it up there and allows Ruge to hit the go-ahead. And then in the next one, they just take the lead. It's 5-4. Uh, to it's well, it was, it was five to four then. And DJ comes up with two on. And it's like a weird swing that he was just barreling up. And uh, scores two, so I understand the, uh, the the amount of hits is still not what we want out of DJ, but I do appreciate that his his hits mattered. I that's all fair. The, what I'm saying is like, how many series over the past couple years did we walk like at this segment of the show? We'd be like, oh, DJ was seven for fourteen, and we mentioned him. It's once. a different guy, from you last know. Year. It's a different so guy. The expectations have totally changed, and I get that. I mean, don't get me started on expectations. I said, Bob, he's a good baseball. I said, he's a good baseball. I hope it starts coming. Okay. There's I hope it starts. Coming. Plenty of time in the season for uh, for it to still be a nice year. Now let's 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 update people on the math situation. People are also probably shocked. Wandy Peralta didn't get the MF. Or I mean, if anything, he kind of shouldn't have been there. So that's kind of on the coaches more than he should happened. also get. He hasn't been that good lately, right? Yeah, he should also get Tony Kemp out. So like it is on him. Yeah, but the coaches should know that. Kind of like Clint shouldn't be in a close game in in the eighth in left field playing defense. Like yeah. at some point, it's just going to be on the coaches. Like. You can't have him out there. Yeah, he, he he's dropped more ninety five percent catches than any other player in baseball. Like can't you just have can't that. have that out there in a one run game. Um, yeah. Um, there's something I was gonna do. You were gonna do the standings update. Yeah, thank you to uh, Mashup Math Ooh. on Twitter, who's keeping track of the standings updates now. We said a while ago when they were really bad uh, that the Yankees had 25 games, which was up until the July 11th mark for the All-Star game. Reminder, the draft is July 11th. Um, I'll probably repeat this every episode because some people are hearing it for the first time. The MLB draft is like on July 11th, I believe. And you can't draft players from the year before. You can't trade players that you drafted from the year before until this draft has concluded. So, a lot of the big trades, that a lot of moving parts, happen after the draft. So, from Just that... Less funny business. Yeah. It. Like, so, you can trade guys as players to be named later, and it can be that it's guy. It's still guys that GMs are hot on. Like, it's the guys they scouted the year before, and they didn't get on the draft. It, it just opens up more options. Yes. So... That window, July 11th till July 31st, is like the real trade area. So the Yankees need to be buyers at that time, which they had a lot of work to do. I wanted them 
to go 17 and 8 in the 25 games. Jake wanted them to go 16 and 9. So, at this point, Jake needs them to go to 11 and 8. I need them to go 12 and 7. But I may be changing my ask, BBD, mm. because the last series is against Houston. And I don't want that those three games in Houston to come into play at all. I want them to be have have been locked in as buyers before that series happens. We're so locked. we're locked in as buyers. So you don't want that to change the to have a potential impact on the deadline. Yeah. So I need them to win every series, but I'm going to allow them to lose one series. It's perfect math. No sweeps. Win every series. But they got to win every series besides one. I don't care which one they lose. It's baseball. But that's that's how they have to play the rest of the way into Preferably the Preferably not break. the next one. So not the next that, one. Because then you got to win all of them. With the Royals coming to the stadium after an off day, so the bullpen's rested, and Cole is pitching game one. You got to take be, care of that be series. Pretty upsetting if they lose this Royal series because you're set up to win it um, out the gate, kind of. But something we did stumble into after the Royals is the Red Sox. So with Luke Voigt coming off the IL, what is probably going to be happening? He's probably going to play the first two games, sit the third game against the Royals, and have him full tilt ready to go for the Red Sox. We've seen them do that. So you could also expect, you know, they're going to want Gary. Full tilt for that So does that mean Gary gets a DH day Does that mean Gary Sits a day Is uh, gonna sit the Cole game Interested to see What goes on with that Stan probably gets a day He's played like five So yeah now. There could be some There could be some Funny business this series With the Royals So that'll be a little Touch and go But you know They're gonna be trying To build up for a big Red Sox set And hey You know we run hot On this show We're fans of the team We're fans of the New York Yankees uh, and hey, where we were a week ago, uh, I think I heard the number was the Yankees were nine games back of the AL East lead coming into this week. They are now four and a half back. Um, the Rays lost their best starting pitcher. Their their juices started to slow down. They got beat up by the Mariners. Uh, the Red Sox haven't been as hot as they were to start the year, and we've got so many games coming up against them. So. We're starting to see light at the tunnel. We just got to continue to play a good brand of baseball. Like The and, Rays may be and, about to lose another game there. The Mariners have the bases loaded in the bottom of the 10th right now. Holy Toledo. Two two. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, hey, it's June. We said they kind of had to start going. It looks like they're going. Momentum is a real thing. Let's beat up the Royals. Let's feel good headed into Boston so we could see the standings can change a lot in a week. They got to win. They're not really hitting. Win they got to win. Oh, yeah. Um, we got, we, this is a classic. A lot of stuff did get covered up this series. But yeah. it's a nice series win against a good team. That's the, that's the win. Yep. And just hope that in Boston it is Voight, DJ, Glaber, Geo in the infield. Every, all three games. So you, if they win the first two against the Royals, then I you might see a weird lineup Oogie game three. Way. So they can guarantee all three games in Boston are that. And then the outfield in Boston will be interesting. We were talking about that. I mean, it's a little ways out, but big right field. So I think you're going to have Judge in right field all three games. I think you're uh, – or yeah, I think you are. I think he – it made me really realize they needed a center fielder. He could do a center field start one day, but they will be moving him to right. I don't think he can play Clinton in that right field. 
They Maybe can. you can. Maybe you yeah. can. They may. You don't want to do it for a full game. But you start really thinking about. It, you're like, man, go get a center fielder, guys. Yeah. Judge made a nice play in center <laughs> field today. Yeah, that was a nice play. Okay, that's the show. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We appreciate you and we love you dearly. Just the one note about the draft. Typically, the draft's a little earlier, so that date. Like normally by now, technically all Sorry, trades are on the table. I mean, trades don't usually yeah. happen until July anyway, but. Yeah, in Cashman's press conference, he started saying that he was like, "Well, you know, on June, it's like, well, it's April and May are pretty slow. Not a lot of people are motivated to move." And then he like went on. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Go Yanks! Tell him, Grams. Oh Yankees! And Boston plays Tampa before us, so one of those teams will be getting closer in theory. The season's afoot. <laughs>